Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, provided by Living Stream Ministry, featuring the ministry of Witness Lee. Witness Lee was captured by the Lord Jesus as a young man of 19 in his native China. He consecrated his life to preach the gospel, and later labored side by side with Watchman Nee for parts of three decades, before eventually bringing this ministry to the West in 1962. He spent the next 35 years speaking to Christians in North America and all over the world before going to be with the Lord in 1997. The life study of the Bible is his most significant contribution to the heritage of biblical exposition, and we're delighted to be able to bring you short portions of his spoken ministry today. If you have questions or comments, or would like to find other Christians in your area enjoying this same ministry, just email us, radio at lsm.org. Again, that's radio at lsm.org. Here's today's program. All believers love the Lord to some extent. Even if we're backslidden and fallen far from God, if we're honest, still we sense a degree of love for Him, even if it's a small degree. But the key in the matter of loving the Lord has everything to do with our realization of Him. The more we know Him, the greater our love will be. This explains the struggle of Paul the Apostle that he expressed in chapter 2 of Colossians, verses 1 and 2. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you, that your hearts may be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, unto the full knowledge of the mystery of God, Christ. Bob Danker has joined us as we consider our own realization and appreciation of Christ. Bob, welcome back to the program today from the book of Colossians. It's good to be back, Chris. This book uh, is really focused on Christ, how all-inclusive and all-extensive Christ is. God wants this Christ to be everything to us, to fulfill his economy. And so now we need to see Christ, realize all his unsearchable riches, and love him to the uttermost so that we can enjoy him to the fullest extent. Bob, we've been spending a lot of time on this phrase, the mystery of God, Christ. And then uh, we've had a a series of programs dealing with verse 2 here about the heart being comforted. But it's tremendous that we could have a realization, Bob, that the mystery of God, the mystery of mysteries in the universe throughout the ages can all be summed up in one word, Christ. That's right, Chris. Christ is the mystery of God, as we saw here in this verse in Colossians. And, of course, we all realize that in the whole universe, the greatest mystery is God himself. It seems that God is hidden. But as we've seen already in the book of Colossians, this invisible God has a visible image. And this image is Christ. So that means Christ is the expression or the manifestation of this God who is invisible to us, but wants so desperately to be known by us. And also, as we will see in other programs, Christ is the embodiment of God. That means all that God is, is embodied in Christ. So if we want to know God, we must know Christ. God is a mystery, and Christ is the mystery of this mystery. The way for us to know God is really to know Christ. And of course, the object of the entire Bible is to give us a full revelation of this all-inclusive unsearchably rich Christ. 
the Apostle Paul begins with the revelation of this mystery of mysteries in the uh, at the end of chapter 1. Then he comes to chapter 2 here. And this really simple phrase regarding the hearts of the believers, and this was the focus of his struggle, we would think his struggle would be to bring them into the realization of this mystery of mysteries. But rather, his struggle was all related to the matter of their heart and their heart being comforted. Seems like not a fit, but I think as we get further into the program today, it will become much more clear that the apostle was working with a definite kind of uh, focus and burden to help these believers, help us in the process, come into this mystery. That's right, Chris. If we're going to know Christ, we have to have a proper heart. Our heart needs to be adjusted in many ways, even in every way, so that we can come to the full knowledge of Christ. We've got, a, I would say, kind of a charming illustration of how important our heart is in what we appreciate and realize, and uh, that's in this first section. Let's go to Witness Lee, Bob. Many Christians do love the Lord Jesus. I think not one Christian who uh, is not loving the Lord. Just a matter of extent, a matter of degree. Everyone, even a backsliding believer, he still loves the Lord to his extent. Well, the loving of the Lord depends upon our realization of him. How much we know him. Then we love him that much. I saw some real situation. A mother bought a diamond ring. You know, the uh, jewel store, they always wrap the diamond thing with the best looking little boxes. The mother bought the diamond ring for the uh, elder daughter. And this daughter has a little, very young sister. Uh, when the mother brought the diamond ring home with the little box, you know, the youngest daughter, she prefers the box much more than the diamond. By this you can see the real love depends upon the realization. How much you realize the Lord Jesus. And this will be the uh, degree, the extent, even the standard of your love toward him. We all say we love the Lord Jesus, but the extent differs in our love. So we all love the Lord Jesus, but we love him in different degrees. It all depends upon our knowing, our appreciating, our realization of the Lord Jesus. Now, here is Colossians telling us Christ is the mystery of God. God is mystery. How mysterious is this mystery? The mystery of God is the mystery of the mystery. It is something so mysterious. Do you believe in a simple way we can understand it? Surely not. Just by opening up your eyes with your learning of the language, you read the black and white, According to letter, do you believe you can understand the mystery of God? Impossible. This is Christ. Christ is the living Lord. He's living. He died and he was resurrected and now he lives and he lives forever. He's living. He's living not only in the heavens and the throne. 
He is living within us in our spirit. So if you are going to know such a mystery of God, you must exercise your spirit. Why? Because this living one is right now residing in your spirit. Bob, I thought this little story of the, uh, the little girl, the youngest sister, treasuring the box, while her older sister, of course, treasured the diamond, really illustrates a point very clearly. Our love is altogether dependent upon our realization. The more we see of Christ, the more we know of Christ, the more we will love him. Now, that brings us to the mystery of God. Bob, to gain a realization of Christ as the mystery of God requires much more than just a simple reading of the Bible, doesn't it? Yes, Chris. Every mystery has a certain kind of complication associated with it, certainly a certain kind of profoundness associated with it. And certainly God is the greatest mystery in the universe. He is not that simple. If we just read the Bible in black and white letters uh, and rely upon our natural human understanding, our knowledge of English or whatever language we're reading it in, Mm -hmm. uh, just to understand the words, then we will not be able to apprehend this mystery, because this mystery is something in the depths of the Bible. It's not something on the surface. So Witness Lee, in this portion, he did mention one very important thing. This Christ, who is the mystery of God, is not only in the universe somewhere, but this one who is the mystery of God is living right now in our spirit. He is within us. So this mystery Uh, within us. God wants us to know Christ, not just as one who is living in the universe somewhere, but this one lives in our spirit. So surely, if we are going to know him, we must exercise our spirit. Hmm. If we don't exercise our spirit, especially when we read the Bible, then we will never see or apprehend this hidden mystery, this mysterious Christ, who is revealed on every page of the Bible. But we may read page after page without seeing Christ. And one of the reasons may be that we don't exercise our spirit. In order to apprehend this mystery, we need to exercise our spirit to actually contact this living one who dwells in our spirit. Then he, as the spirit in our spirit, he will enlighten us. He will give us the understanding. He will give us the ability to see what our human eyes and even our human mentality cannot apprehend. It's something too deep, too hidden there, too mysterious. Only our spirit can apprehend this mysterious Christ. I happened to be working the other day, Bob, on a weekend, and uh, it was not during our regular office hours, and there was no one manning our uh, caller line. And the phone kept ringing and ringing and ringing, and uh, rather than let it go to the answering uh, uh, system, I went ahead and answered the call. I'm so happy I did. You, you you talked about reading the Bible and not seeing Christ. Well, this particular listener had only been listening for a couple of weeks and had been listening to the life study of Leviticus. And she went on to tell me that uh, this had been the hardest book in the Bible for her. She'd been a, a serious Christian for years and years. But when she found this life study program, she said, this book came to life for me. She said, I can't wait to get to Leviticus. I can't wait to get to the next program. This was her exact quote. She said, I am seeing Christ on every page of Leviticus. And she was just beside herself with gratitude. Uh, So this one was exercising her spirit and releasing 
this Christ-finding spirit within her coming to the Word in such a fresh way. So I just wanted to relate that. It reinforced your point, I thought, Bob. That's right, Chris. When we use our spirit to contact the Lord, then the light comes, and we can see Christ on every page of the Bible. Bob, I want to just bring out a phrase in this verse, too, that we read a moment ago, because it's a key phrase that's going to be picked up in this coming segment, that your hearts may be comforted, they being knit together in love and unto all the riches, listen here, of the full assurance of understanding. We're going to focus on this phrase, the full assurance of understanding. Here's Witness Lee once again. I tell you, to know the mystery of God, which is the living Christ, every little part of your being and every organ of your inner being must be right. This is why here Paul uses this phrase, a long phrase, that their heart may be comforted. Being knit together in love into the riches, not only so, but all riches, into all riches of the full assurance of understanding. You have the riches, you have the assurance, you have the understanding. This is why Paul says that their heart may be comforted, being knit together in love, not only so, and into. There must be a result. The comforting of the heart with the heart being knit together in love. Resulting in what? In all riches of the full assurance. My, let me tell you, I do know some of the saints, they may have certain kind of faith, but they don't have the assurance. Faith is not so uh, definite, so thorough as assurance. Assurance is faith plus certainty. Not only so, plus thorough knowledge. Colossians, you lost such an assurance. If you didn't lose such an assurance, why you go to worship the angels? If you uh, had such an assurance concerning Christ being the mystery of God, why you uh, accept those rudimentary elements of the world? Why you receive the uh, Gnosticism? Why you receive those kind of human philosophies? On the one hand, you admit Christ to be something, but your knowing Christ doesn't have the assurance. You have lost assurance. Not on the assurance, but the full assurance. Not on the full assurance, but all riches of the full assurance of your understanding. Bob, Paul's struggle for the Colossians was to bring them ultimately to this full assurance of understanding. The Colossians were obviously short of this assurance, and this caused them to turn away from Christ to all these other things, including the angels, uh, worshiping angels. Bob, this is very much the same today, it seems to me. Many believers, and I would say us included, we all go through periods like this where we're occupied with things other than Christ. And when that happens, we lose our assurance. Not to say uh, anything of our love, Bob. How can we be brought back to this kind of full assurance that focuses everything on Christ? Well, Chris, many Christians are lacking in the 
full knowledge of Christ, the full understanding of this great mystery, which is just Christ, the living person. We have a kind of a general knowledge or limited knowledge of Christ, enough to know that he is the Son of God or the Savior. Right. And so we believe in him. This is our faith. And this faith, of course, saves us from God's judgment and eternal condemnation. However, this is not enough, and this is not all that God wants us to have. God wants us to have, as Paul expressed here, all riches of the full assurance. Here's the word assurance. Assurance implies certainty. You are so assured of where you stand, what you're doing, what direction you're taking. You have the assurance. Nothing can shake you. Nothing can distract you. Nothing can derail you. Mm -hmm. You just are full of assurance. And this assurance comes from understanding, from a kind of thorough knowledge. And this knowledge, of course, implies our mind. Our mind is our knowing faculty, the faculty by which we know and understand. So that's why Paul mentioned the heart here. In the last segment, we talked about exercising our spirit. That's our spirit. But we are not just a spirit. We are human beings, somewhat complicated. In addition to our spirit, we have a heart. Our heart is composed of our mind, our emotion, and our will, Mm -hmm. plus the conscience in our spirit. This is the definition of the heart according to the Bible. Paul said that if we're going to know Christ as the mystery of God, our heart has to be comforted. This implies that every part of our heart has to be adjusted. Bob, we're going to pick that very thought up in this final segment today and then come back to this point for our final fellowship. Let's go back to Witness Lee. There are things concerning such a mysterious subject, the mystery of God that is Christ. Concerning this, you need to have your whole being exercised. Lord Jesus, beside you, I love nothing. Lord Jesus, beside you, I have no heart for anything. My heart, my emotion is fully on you. And my mind is sober. My mind is not kind of wish-washy. My mind is sober on you, Lord. I do know what I believe in. I do know whom I am following. I do know what I'm doing. Lord, I have a sober mind and sober absolutely for you. And my will is absolutely for you, Lord. For nothing but for you. My heart is for you. My emotions for you. My will is for you. My mind is for you. My spirit is for you. And every fiber of my being is for you. I say this, dear ones, if you get yourself so exercised, you will see, you will have the full assurance, the full assurance of understanding. You know what you are doing here. You know what you are following here. You know what kind of way you are taking. Now, let us apply the same principle to this mystery. The mystery of God, that is Christ. We need to know this mystery in all riches of the full assurance of our understanding. Do you think in your whole life, the most is 100 years, you can exhaust in telling people who Christ is? No. You must have 
this can reach utterances. And the rich utterances always come from what? From all riches are the full assurance of your understanding. This means what? This means you have to exercise your whole being, especially here, the function of understanding. That is your mind. You must exercise your mind in studying the Bible. Don't study the word in a superficial way. Don't study the word as for granted. You have to dig it. Then you will have all reaches of the full assurance of understanding. This mystery, which is Christ, being the very what embodiment of God, needs the exercise of a whole being. Light comes to you this way. This is why the light comes. Surely this needs you to get exercised. Your heart, your emotion, your will, your mind, your whole being exercised. So what? So you do not only love the Lord. You love the Lord with all your heart. With all your mind, with all your emotion, with all your being. Just like what the Bible says. Surely by this way you will have the riches of the full assurance of your understanding. Then you will know Christ as the mystery of God. Bob, I think we would all like to be brought into this experience. Uh, He gave us a prescription here. This is how light comes, he said. And if we are to know Christ as the mystery of God, we need uh, this kind of full assurance of understanding. Let's talk about the practicality of just how to exercise our whole being to be brought into this experience. Well, Chris, Brother Lee related this especially to our reading of the Bible. He said when you read the Bible... Don't take anything for granted. You have to exercise your whole being. Not only that you could understand what the words are saying, but that you could apprehend Christ in the Bible. Our whole being should be focused on knowing Christ. We should love the Lord with our entire being. We shouldn't care for anything, especially in reading the Bible, except Him. We shouldn't be satisfied just to know some doctrines or to receive some moral principles. This is far off from God's economy. What God wants us to gain and to be filled with is just Christ Himself. And when we read the Word, we must exercise our sober mind to understand Christ. We must exercise our emotion to love the Lord and our will to choose the Lord and our spirit to contact the Lord. This involves our entire being. If we're not such persons, then how can we have the all riches of the full assurance of understanding? We will just remain in a kind of a superficial, shallow knowledge of the Lord. And then our Christian life will be very shaky. It would be very easy for us to be distracted, derailed, uh, turned away, mm-hmm. because we are not solidly grounded. To know the Lord, especially to apprehend Him in this way, we cannot be casual in our reading of the Word. We must mean business with the Lord and exercise our entire being to focus on Him, to pursue Him, to gain Him, to know Him, to apprehend Him in the Word. Mm. 
Bob, this uh, was very enlightening and practical and helpful fellowship, even uh, touching a point that may seem a bit obscure. I think this matter of the heart and the exercise of the whole being touched uh, touched all of us in a lot of uh, very practical ways today. We've all experienced being wishy-washy, being moved aside by a distracting thought or another emphasis in our Christian life, but Christ himself. And this kind of word, especially with the strong spirit that we heard from our brother, it really tends to refocus us and recenter us, doesn't it? It does, Chris. You can see what kind of person Witness Lee is. He's a person with full assurance <laughs> yes. of understanding he's not a wishy-washy person, and Nothing. we shouldn't be either. Right. Really appreciate having you back. It's always a pleasure, Chris. Thank you, Brother Bob. We are out of time. Let me leave you our toll-free number and invite you to contact us. It's one eight 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 life study That's 888-543-3788. For Bob Danker today, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee spent seven decades in the 20th century speaking Christ, first in Asia and then North America, eventually all over the world. The culmination of those 70 years of ministry was his Life Study of the Bible, an exhaustive exposition of the entire scriptures. This unique commentary focuses on how Christ can be life to man in an experiential and practical way. These programs encapsulate Witnessly speaking in just 26 minutes. But to get the complete riches, visit lifestudy.com. From there, you can read all of the Life Study messages in their entirety or download any of our more than 1,700 audio programs at no cost. Again, that website is lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening.